Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day, whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing in our series on the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it, and that's Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. And don't forget, when God wants to do the impossible, don't limit yourself by the possible. We got to think supernatural. With the blessings of God, everything is supernatural. And another quote, in one way or another, God wants us to walk on the water, and he wants to do that concerning our salvation. He wants us to do that in our healing. He wants to do that in our prosperity. Pastor George Pearson's in the book 50 Days of Prosperity, day number 25, he gives five vital truths about words. Words are so important. Number one, there is nothing in this earth so great or so powerful, including the physical body, that cannot be turned around by our words. You can turn around any situation with your words. I believe that. Absolutely. Number two, the entire course of nature, future and destiny, and circumstances surrounding every human being are controlled by that person's words. Number three, we don't have a choice whether or not we live by words. We do, however, have a choice of what words we live by. Oh, I like that one. Number four, if your mouth will feed your heart the word of faith when you don't need it, your heart will feed your mouth with the word of faith when you do need it. That's good stuff. And number five, we appropriate what is ours in Christ by making God's word a daily part of our vocabulary. We are to confess what we can do in Christ, who we are in Christ, and what we have in Christ. I love that. And then he gives a very interesting confession of faith. I think it would be worthwhile for us to confess it. I'll say it. You repeat it after me. It's called my confession of faith. Are you ready? Here we go. I refuse to fear. I am not moved by what I see. I am not fearful over my financial future. God is my source of provision. He provides cars to drive. Food to eat, clothes to wear, places to live, and everything else I need in liberal supply. I am not subject to the times. I live in the household of faith, not in the dungeon of fear. My household is thriving and not just surviving. My household is flourishing and not failing. Every bill is paid. 
Every need is met, and every debt is wiped out. I walk by faith and not by fear in Jesus' name. Again, that's from George Pearson's In 50 Days of Prosperity on day number 22. Love it. Those two books that he put out with Gloria Copeland, they're his notes of 50 Days of Prosperity, book one, and 50 Days of Prosperity, book two. Great resources for studying on prosperity. Psalm 35, 27 says, Let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause, and let them say continually, I'll say that again, and let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Let's all say that together. Say, let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Whoo! Hey, listen, I have an assignment for you. I did this myself personally, and then we're going to apply it to the 30 and the 60 and the 100-fold return that Jesus talks about in the Word. What I want you to do is figure out how much did you give financially last month in tithes, offerings, and alms. So tithes, being what you've given your church, offerings to ministries or your church too, and alms, maybe where you've helped the poor, handed a few people a couple of dollars. How much did you give financially last month? Think about it. All right. Let's just say it's $100. Okay. So we write down $100. Then the second thing we're going to do is multiply that times 12. Now, how much do you believe you've given in the last 12 months? Well, if it was $100 last month, let's say it was $100 a month for the last 12 months, that would be $1,200. Well, let's multiply that times 10. Now, how much have you given in the last 10 years? Well, that would be $12,000. Now, how much do you think you've sowed financially in all your years as a Christian? You can take that 12000 over the 10 years, and you've been a Christian for 30 years, then that would be about $36,000. It adds up quick, doesn't it? That's only $100 a month. So now what I want you to do is let's take that $36,000 and multiply it times 30, 60, or 100-fold, which is what Jesus said is some of the returns that we could find in God's kingdom of finance. Just think about it. Take $36,000 and multiply it times 30. What do you think that is? I'll tell you. Are you ready? I don't know if you're really ready. It's $1,080,000. That's a lot of money. Let's take the same figure, $100 a month, and then $1,200 a year, and $12,000 for 10 years, and $36,000 over 30 years as a Christian, then let's multiply it at the 60-fold return. Well, are you ready for it? <laughs> That's going to be worth $2,160,000. $2,160,000. Well, what if we did the same with the 100-fold return? We took the $100 a month and being $1,200 a year, and then if we did that times 10 years, that's $12,000. But if we've been a Christian for 30 years, that would be $36,000. And if we multiplied that times the 100-fold return, are you ready for this? Here we go. $3,600,000. $3,600,000. 
Well, what are you saying, Pastor Jim? Well, Jesus said that there are some returns in the kingdom. They could be 30, 60, or 100-fold return in our giving, in our sowing, and everything that we do for the kingdom of God. And I just wanted to figure out how much I've given over the past 36 years. And then I wanted to figure, what if I received a 30-fold return? What if I received a 60-fold return? What if I received a 100-fold return? Somebody would say I'm crazy, and that's way too bold. But I want you to hear about the parable of the soils, the parable of the heart spoken of in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Matthew 13, 18 through 19 says, Therefore hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who receives seed by the wayside. You see, so the seed is the word of God, and the soil is the heart. Matthew thirteen twenty three says, But he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Vine's Expository Dictionary says the word hundredfold is the Greek word hekaton, H-E-K-A-T-O-N. It means an indeclinable number, 100, 200, or hundreds is what it stands for. The grammar must be determined by its context. In other words, we can't say exactly and definable what the hundredfold return is, but it's determined by its context. And when we look at the 30, 60, and 100-fold, a hundredfold would signify a complete productiveness of a sown seed. We know that you can sow one seed and it can multiply greatly. Well, this is the principle behind the kingdom of God. It says it in Matthew thirteen twenty-three in the message version. The seed cast on good earth is the person who hears and takes in the news and then produces a harvest beyond his wildest dreams. In the book of Mark, this story is called the apostle's reward. Mark ten twenty nine through 30. So Jesus answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, there was no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. Now this word is the Greek word Hecatontoplasion. It means a hundred times as much, many times more. In the New Testament, 30 or 30 fold in context is mentioned four times. The word 60 or 60 fold in context is also mentioned four times. However, the hundred or hundred fold is mentioned in context seven times. So the hundred fold return is mentioned three times more than both the 30 or the 60-fold return. Why could that be? Because I believe it is the perfect return. So I took all my giving over the past 36 years and multiplied that figure by 30 times, and I came up with an amazing figure. And then I did the same thing and multiplied it 60-fold, and it was tremendous, a lot of money. And then I multiplied it 100 times. It was just beyond belief. Is this really true? Can we really have these type of returns in the word? Well, Jesus is the one who taught these truths about the multiplicity of returns. Deuteronomy 8.18 says, Well, think again. Remember that God, your God, gave you the strength to produce all this wealth so as to confirm the covenant that he promised your ancestors as it is today. And 3 John 2, 
Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. Well, I know that where our heart is, there our treasure is. If we're sowing into the kingdom, we obviously have in the treasures of heaven a 30, a 60, or a 100-fold return or different parts thereof. Just imagine what's up there to help meet your need on the earth. Can we withdraw from that? Can we ask God for help from that? I believe so. And this is why I believe in prosperity. I've been sowing seed for a long time into the treasures of heaven, where moth nor rust can destroy. And out of those treasures in heaven are where my needs are met. And if I will use my faith to believe in the promises of God of prosperity, then I can believe that all my needs are met by his riches and glory, and much more so to where I can be a giver and a supporter and a kingdom builder in Jesus' name. Remember Isaiah 41:15. Behold, I'll make you into a new threshing sledge with sharp teeth, and you shall thresh the mountains and beat them small and make the hills like chaff. Well, once again, we're out of time. So come back tomorrow, same time, same channel, and we'll begin where we left off. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.